Damn, can I get your number? You got, can I get your number money? Everything's about money with y'all, huh? Duh. So I can't get your number. Girl, fuck you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Girl Fuck You podcast. I'm your host, Dimey D. And today, motherfucking today, we have the pleasure of the person that we owe, we all owe this all to. My good fucking friend, one third of the So Shameless podcast, Tahoe. Tahoe, say what's up to the fucking people. What's good? What's good? How y'all feeling? It's a pleasure to be here, man. Yo, what you mean you owe it all to me? What what that mean? All right. So, um, how long would you say we were friends? Since Sugarland, bro. Since Damn. I, since I seen you sipping a straw out of picture, I was like, yeah, that's my type of nigga. What? <laughs> I had a out of a fucking, um, what's them shits called? Rum Punch pitches? I remember the Rum Punch at Sugarland. Oh, this, this, this is such a this is so Brooklyn right now. This is, this is so there, fucking Brooklyn right now. I'm standing there like, that's a real bitch right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a real bitch right there. Nah, don't pass me no picture because I'm gonna put a straw in it. But um, when I say we owe, we all owe the pleasure, so, um, Tahoe has a really amazing podcast called So Shameless. And I'm going to beat my dog in a second because he's kicking his bowl to let me know Shout he's... Out to God, he was popping, my nigga. Fuck that. Anyway, it's a love-hate relationship. So Tahoe has a really great podcast and it's called So Shameless. He does it with um, my other great friend, Daja Bell. And the third person, I never... I, I just... I never remember his name because I don't have a relationship with him. What's yeah, his DJ name? Trauma, he's not a he's not DJ Trauma NYC. He's not a social media. He don't come out to you know events like that. But yeah, he's family. Okay, know I know Dodge and Tahoe like family. So shout out to DJ Trauma. But um, I'd say about a year ago, Tahoe had a two. How long ago was this? I don't know. But good. It was about a year ago. Um, so Shameless had a live anniversary show in Atlanta, right? And I have a couple of friends that always tell me like, yo, why are you like not doing anything with your personality? Why don't you have a podcast? And I'm just like, yo, it's oversaturated. Everybody has a podcast, but it's not what you say is how you say it. So this is a day that's centered around the success of Tahoe and the So Shameless podcast. And we're at a, um, a brunch and he's such an amazing, they're such amazing people that they had a brunch for the fans. So people that came to the live show in Atlanta, they selected a couple of fans and they took them to brunch and they, you know, picked up the tab and they let them converse and ask all these questions. And at a moment that is centered around the success of So Shameless and Tahoe and Daja and DJ Trauma, Tahoe takes this time to make a speech. <laughs> and at said speech, Tahoe looks at me and he was just like, yo, like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you're like one of the funniest females I know. You were Cardi before Cardi. Like, yeah. yeah. People need to experience you. People need to know you. People need to hear you. Like, you're mad fucking, like, important. Like, what? It, and I'm looking like, wait, I'm chewing my food. Like, yo, like, you talking to me? Yeah, yeah. And the way that shit hit me, like, a time that was, that, uh, a time that was curated to celebrate you, you took that spotlight and gave it to me. It was just like, yo, you have to make a podcast. Like, I'm not shit if I get on it, I don't get you on. Like, I want you to be experienced by people in the masses because, like, bitch, you're not regular. And that shit, 
I felt like that was the determining factor. Like, yo, bro, like you letting people down. Like, it's okay if I let me down. I mean, I'll figure something out. But to like to see you take your spotlight and stand up with such conviction, like, yo, bitch, like this is really for you. Like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you. I realized that at my age, I'm pretty old, and. I realize that in my age and where I stand right now in the community, I find so much pleasure and empowering other people. Mm. I, I really, I try to put people on. If I look at them and I see a spark, I try to make sure that I'm, I'm supportive, that I push them forward and shit like that. And everybody ain't meant for everything. Right. But you got some fucking nerve holding all that personality. First of all, it ain't even the personality, it's the intelligence. Oh wow! It's the intelligence, nigga. You motherfuckers might not understand it. You way smarter than you are funny, in my opinion. It's the put your intelligence into the joke. Well, motherfucker can't even deny this shit. You can because it's so smart and well thought out, and it's it's the way you play. And and you were Brooklyn, nigga. And like like I said, you was the first person on Tax Podcast, and I've always seen that in you. Like nah, this. This motherfucker got something to offer, but you just been lazy, my nigga. You just be lazy, bro. Like, look at you in the bed right now. <laughs> I look good, though. I did my face. I washed my little poom poom. I did my hair. And, you know, I, I got the visual together because I know people might want the visual for Patreon. So I'm not that lazy. What it is was, it's two things that stop people. Fear of failure. Yeah. Or thinking that you don't bring anything new to the table. So when I said, oh, it's oversaturated, everybody got a podcast. Why would anyone want to listen to mine? And they was like, because you. Like, bitch, because it's you. You, you brought you. You. They fuck with you. Period. And I, that's the shit that... I'm, I used to think, like, damn, why so many people watch my IG? And why people... Like, we all talking about the same things. No, it's the way you say it. People invest into you as a person. Your brand is like the secondary. They fuck with you. So they'll follow you from, from your podcast to your Patreon to your YouTube to when you on Lex and Drea shit or to when you on this podcast or even on, on Twitter. These motherfuckers is investing their energy into you. And you can't, like you said, you letting all of them down when you don't, when you take that from them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... And that's something I want people to pick up on, like, even the same thing with wigs. When I first moved to Atlanta, I was doing wigs. This wig on my head, I made. Every, every wig you see me with, I made. That's a good one. That's but a thank good you. Right there. Look at this shit. That's a good girl right there. That is a bad bitch. You hear me? Yeah. But the problem is two things. The fear of failure. And then you watching, like, damn, Tay make wigs. Oh, Lorenzo make wigs. Jonathan make wigs. I don't want to make wigs. I don't want... And I, I think we all need to stop. I don't, and it's unrealistic. I don't want to be in a field that everybody's doing the same thing. Like every, all these bitches is doing lashes. All these bitches do, but it's unrealistic to think you're going to be the only person in a field. The best thing you can do is know that, be cognizant and dominate. But you know, as you said, lazy. Yeah, and, and, um, and people don't use their own creativity. Right. People, a lot of people just see what somebody else is doing. This well. when I was in the street, I was like, yo, you niggas is just drug dealers. You niggas is not hustlers. I say this shit all the time because mm. you seen somebody else doing it and you said, oh, I can do that. And then you do exactly what they doing, right? So you don't even wait or uh, pave away for yourself. And fortunately, and I'm so happy that you started this, I think that this is just the beginning of what you do, what, who you're going to be. Like, 
you you have so much to offer. Like obviously you got to take that one step, but then you start you you start taking more. You say, oh shit, if I could do that, then I could do this, then I could do this, and then you look back at where you started from, and you're fucking miles away from that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I can't wait to see where you're gonna be next year, two years from now. Like I got I got good feelings about you, man. For real, man. Man, like what if I didn't have? What if we didn't have friends? I'd still be selling pussy. I mean, I still do, but I'd still be only selling pussy for means of income. Like what? That's one thing about you, though, man. I don't know, man. I might, I might have to attack your character right now. Why? Who the fuck are you really? Oh, okay. What you mean? Like break it down, and I'll be brutally honest because transparency is so yeah. fun for me. No, you come up right now. You to give me money. I need money. I need money. I'm that ain't nigga. You like love, nigga. You love. <laughs> So you come off this way, boom. You told her, I need, I need money. And this might be something, boom, that you could get into something that's serious. Because I really want to understand the mindset on this. Yes. When you was in love, you was in love, for real. You don't play no games about love. You even talk about it all day. That's, that's what's the, when I look at you, I know that's what's driving you, your desire for that feeling again. Mm. Then you talk about taking money from niggas, but when you was in love, you gave a nigga everything. Thousands. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands. Let's be real. 30,000. 30,000. Are you really? Because I'm trying to understand. You don't want to take money or you don't want that gives and puts all into relationships. So basically, I'm, I, I really love that I'm doing a podcast with somebody who does podcasts because the way that you pose questions will bring the soul out of somebody. So and to make this a fun episode, let's just be transparent. Innately, I am a lover. Money means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I know this. If you had two men, one that would give me the world, but he didn't have that much financially, and one that had the world financially, but wouldn't give me much emotionally, I'm going to go with the man that had less money. Because at the end of the day, love is the biggest thing that controls this world. You understand? Well, it controls me, rather. Some people are tarnished, and they haven't tapped yeah. into that. You understand? If you don't know love, you don't know what I'm talking about. Right. So my whole life, I have been the financial breadwinner in my relationships. Like I'm, I started dating seriously at 15. I made more money than every boyfriend I ever had. So if those relationships didn't benefit me um, in growth, in experience, in memories, then you have to say, okay, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting to change. So if I have been a person that didn't care about money and, and, and being that kind of person, it didn't benefit me. So what do you do now? Now I say, you know what? I'm tired of being the person that looks beyond money and don't benefit and watching all these other girls getting showered and taken care of. I too want to be showered. So maybe I'm doing the wrong thing by not caring about money. And that's why we created this new villain that you see before you today, the money girl. When I spent thirty thousand on a nigga and I and I and I did all of that, what he did, he still went and fucked the bitch. And Ain't and no going make you happy coming from a motherfucker that's not treating you right and that that's not giving. But you that's why we need to not act like there's not a middle ground. I'm looking for a man that has money that does know how to treat me right, and that's why I've been single for more than over a year. Because people think when I talk about oh I need a nigga with money that that's the only accolade. No, you can't just have money and then be ugly and your dick is small and then you're mean because I won't be fulfilled. I'm a big person, like a big personality. I'm funny, and you when when you aren't getting every aspect in a relationship 
it changes you as a person. Like you start getting dark with your partner. Mm. I can't have anyone that dims my personality because it's so mm. big. And it, my personality literally has a, pur- a purpose. Yeah. You understand? So my partner has to be someone that um, actually helps my personality blossom. So I can't be treated incorrectly, but I also can't struggle financially. So why don't you push love more? Because you think it's a definition, it's not working? Like what, what is it about that's changed? Because it's not enough. And you know what? So many women settle for just love. And I think that um, we shouldn't settle anymore. So that was the only category I was settling with in, in life. Yeah. And I didn't want to settle for that anymore. Cause you know what? I'm big on traveling. Yeah. You can't travel without money. I love food. Would you want to eat chicken fingers every night? It, it, money handicaps so many life experiences and we we don't we don't talk about it enough because we don't want to look superficial because when a woman money or effort shit effort because effort can get you money i feel like that's what people yo this is the first really i'm in a relationship right now and i realized that it's all about effort Mm -hmm. right I could have had more money than all of the chicks. I always paid all of the bills. I always took them out, but I never did things for them. I never thought about them before they said it. I never did things like, oh, shit, my girl, me and my girl been in the relationship steady since June. I don't think a week is going by that she hasn't received the package just because I was thinking about her. What? Yeah, like whether it's, oh, I seen a hat that I like or a, a bag from YSL or shit, a vibrator that I know you liked. Or, Not a vibrator. Like, Shout out like, to you. Nah, I want my woman, yo, when I say I want to see other people thrive, that's even in my relationships now. Like I really want oh my, my girl to be mad happy. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't even give a fuck. Look how I dress. My girl ain't coming outside like this. If I see her like this, I might rip the shirt, but she's getting a package three more that I think is that she would that will upgrade her to where she really wants. What do you think brought you here? Like you're up in age and this is your first time that you ever considered effort? Yeah. Wow. I was always thinking about me because I was never happy with myself. I was talking to one of my homeboys yesterday. It was one of my homeboys from the street birthday yesterday. He was like, yo, I remember this down in the oven. I was like, I'm gonna tell you some real shit. I didn't know who I was. I was moving off of what I saw and I was trying to learn. I had no self-worth, no self-respect, no self-knowledge. I didn't know who I was. So I was just doing whatever I could to make me feel good or whole in the moment, but literally was a zombie. I've been a zombie in my relationships my whole life. What changes that? Self-reflection or your partner? Um, nah, I think it's, it's about self. Nobody can't make you happy. Nobody can't make you into something greater than you are. It's got to come from yourself, man. Because even in that, if somebody gives it to you, you're going to question it. And you're going to think whether they can take it from you. Mm. So it's, it's, you know what I mean? Or whether they can betray you or use it against you. But my confidence comes from me and really knowing who I am now, man. Like, And I think, you know, somebody just, I was just in a clubhouse room and they was like, yo, what's the best thing about you? And I was just like, my age is something that people use against me often, but it's like my best weapon. How do, how, okay, so what are we supposed to do at, at, up in our age? Are we supposed to die? Why? Like, <laughs> are we supposed to die? People be like, oh, hope I'm not on social media arguing at 35. Um, I hope you live to see 35. Like, I don't understand. What, what, what do people want us to do with our age? But there's a state of natural progression, too. If you haven't progressed, then there is something to, 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 to laugh about. If I was 45, still the same nigga as I was at 25, or even at 35, or even at 40, 
then you might have something to laugh about. Right. I'm consistently working and consistently changing and consistently trying to help motherfuckers. And even in my own personal business, like I said, this is the best relationship I've ever been in my life. And it's all because of where I am. And it really just becomes, what do you want? Who do you want to be? We don't, a lot of us is just waking up and going about a, a day and then go to sleep and you wake up. And a like, lot of people are alive, but living. aren't living. They're not living. Alive, literally, you, it, it, you're waking up, you're breathing, and you're just like on a cycle, like a hamster on a wheel. Nothing, no, not creating experiences, nothing that you can look at and be like, I'm glad my, my short time on this earth, I got this done, or I've been able, able to do this. And that's actually very empty. Yeah. And that's why I see so many um, mean people on the internet. So many. And, you and know it's not even me. I want to talk to you about that. I really want to talk to you about that because you can be aggressive. You can mm -hmm. But I don't think people understand. That's not you. Like this, you're not a mean girl. You're a loving girl. I'm so, yo, I don't know what's people's problem with me. Because they're not used to that energy coming back. Like so hard, they like, oh, she's a this. No, she just not with the bullshit. I don't she's play with nobody person. like that. Man, the same energy I take to make a point aggressively is the same energy I take to make a stranger feel loved. Like, yeah. and that's important, bro. That's important, bro. Like I have a video in my pen tweet right now. Um, I don't want to shout out the um, I don't want to shout out the app because y'all don't pay me. But there's this app that I stumbled upon, right? And if y'all want y'all coins, y'all need to know what to do because everyone has been hitting me because of the viral tweet. So there's this app I stumbled upon and it's a dating app, but I'm not on there for a dating. They have a live stream. So on the live stream, the people that court you, they send you gifts. The gifts that they send you transform into money like every little token is worth set amount of money and then you could cash out so i'm like oh, okay let me go play with people all day and make my little coins so you're literally i get um video conferences with a lot of people from india can somebody please tell me why i have a large indian uh following I, i'm very confused um i get blacks i get whites i get asians and this one clip that went viral is I got this guy, right? He's a white man. He had dark eyes. He's bald. And I'm thinking he's going to come on there like, nigga, bitch, nigga, bitch, nigga, bitch. Like, hey, you play Call of Duty? And niggas just come on there like, suck my dick, you little nigga, bitch. Like, that's how I was, I was bracing myself for that. And he comes, he just starts pouring his heart out. So he's like, yeah, so I got these dark eyes and everybody just misinterprets it. They think like, I'm mean. And I have like these, these eyebrows and I'm not mean. I'm, like, I'm just, he's just going off on a tail. Like he didn't even say hi. He didn't say his name. If it wasn't for the box having his name, he just literally came just defending himself before he was even welcomed. That was just like, he's just going, going, going. And I'm just like, yo, I think you're pretty. And he stops talking and he drops his jaw and he's just like, wow, I haven't heard anything like that in a very long time and he's just like i would want to take you to meet my mom like he's just like you can just tell he's like and it's so and i was just like tim i love you and he's just like whoa and he just loses all his words and it looks like he's like fighting tears and it's just like yo of course i didn't mean it <laughs> when you see someone that's so empty and it hasn't been shown any love like as a human what does it take to make someone feel better about their day their week their year their life like people just don't understand the power of like hum humanity mm. 
And wow, sometimes a smile can change a motherfucker's day, man. Yo, people just be moving so fast and only worried about themselves. Like everybody, everybody's not happy. Everybody doesn't get told I love you. Everybody doesn't have someone. And to be cognizant of the fact that people have such hard lives and mine is so easy. I want to take the time out and give people happiness because I have such a great life, you know, and, 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 and great is subjective. Like I grew up in a two family home. I never went without people love me. When I speak people, like I command the room. Some people, they talk and they feel like no one hears them. They feel invisible. They feel unloved. What does it take to be like, I think you're pretty. I love you. Matter of fact, I thought that was a great point. What do you, can I hear more? And that's what I do when I have the time. Now, that's the energy I give when I'm being great. Now, if you come and you play with me, I'm not, there's, no, there's no depth that I won't come. I'll talk about your children. I'll tell you, suck my dick. I'll tell you, I'll gum butt you and rob you because my energy is consistent. I will go through no, there's no lengths I won't go through to match energy. And that's what people don't get about me. I'm just matching. I'm out here matching energy, y'all. I am not a bad person at all. I've been through so much, right? I've been to trial for a temp. I'm not, the internet, I don't, I take it way more serious than people take it. If you play with me, I might not say nothing. But if that was the case, if I don't say nothing, you're in trouble. You should probably be scared. You should probably be aware that that's a warning. Because I'm not going to leave no digital footprint. I'm not going to warn you. I'm not going to. I remember this one time somebody did something to me on the internet. I'm not even going to talk in depth about it. But they said something that really fucked with me. This was years ago. And I held on to that. Waited. One day they was beefing with somebody else. And they posted a video of their location. Boy, when I tell you I was scrambling. I'm scrambling. I ain't say nothing. I haven't even been tweeting that day. I seen it. I jumped in my car, I had to go to my crib, get the hammer. Then I was, but this is years ago, you know what I'm saying? And then I was trying to get over there. And if I would have found that person, they would have never even knew it was coming. Boom, Jew. They would have never even, and it's like, yo, that's how I move it in. And I don't do the empty threats. I don't do the arguing and shit like that because at the end of the day, if somebody throws negativity into me and I accept it, it becomes part of me. That's for one. I block that shit. I don't, I'm not going to accept the negative, the shit that you got going on on your side that you're trying to pour into other people to make yourself feel bigger or feel better. I'm not going to accept that into my energy. Any negativity that you add, any negative that you add to a positive takes away from the positive. Mm. So at the end of the day, be blessed because you don't want me to respond that way. I'm not dumb. I've been to trial for attempted murder. I'm not doing that again. I had a lot of time sitting up in jail to think about the things I done wrong. I'm not doing that again based off of ego, emotion, pride, none of that. If you play with the wrong person, you a lot of people, this internet shit is crazy. And you were saying that um, with Dodge last week and just like, what gives people the right to think that they can handle people this way? But then I got attacked for that too because so people don't be outside. They I don't understand. There's different kinds of people. Y'all, y'all literally social media people. Y'all literally created your name on the internet. People like me and Tahoe literally created our name for our outside activities. So why do you think when both worlds collide, you could talk to a person that puts in pain in the street? Like, yeah, you're ugly. Suck my dick. Like niggas really. I really got, and, and it's perfect what you said. I really got beef with one girl on the internet. 
that I've never responded to not once. Because by the time shit happens to you, mm -hmm. the feds, state, they're not going to know. They're not going to have a paper trail. And you probably think I'm pussy. That's it. You, probably, you, you know I'm not pussy. <laughs> you probably are really scratching your head as to why I never responded to you. Because, girl, when I and you live in Atlanta, and you live in Atlanta, so I hope you're listening to this. Girl, when I see you and it happens to you, they're not going to know. And let's leave it at that. But anyway, we're I remember. We're just talking. This is fiction. We're just playing around. I'll just be too with the clickety clanks. You know what I mean? We just talk, we just playing around. But um, God bless you if you on the internet and you don't know how to if you gotta do shit like that. Like I remember that. I used to be so big on having no respect from I, I was ignorant, bro, and I just didn't think about the way I was affecting people. And I that had to be coming from a place of myself. When I when I first was out here, I really was trying to get the relevance back from being in the street. Mm -hmm. when, when I was in the street, I had so much power and everybody respected me. I had money and this, that, the other. But once you become a working nigga and then you were like, you miss that feeling. You know what I'm saying? Or, so you feel, you okay. So you used to get money outside. Yeah. Now you're an honest working man. You work for the city. You make a great amount of money. How, how do you feel as a man getting it illegally opposed to getting it legally. You feel like the slower money makes you feel less powerful? Or or do you feel more powerful because you know no one can take that away from you because you're doing the right thing? I'm going to say it like this. When I didn't have any knowledge of who I was or respect for who I was, the money gave me value. Mm, I hope y'all listening. So I felt more powerful when I was getting that money because without it, I didn't feel like I deserve. I didn't feel like... I was respected, I, I, you know what I mean? And only because I didn't respect myself. But as I've gotten older and I've just become so much more of a man um, to, to myself, to my family, to my girl, to the people around me, to my, like, the people I work with, to my friends, um, well, there's self-respect there. I don't need anything else to validate me anymore. You know what I'm saying? So whether I'm walking or I'm driving or if I got $1,000 shoes on, if I got on fucking Crocs, I'm still the same nigga now. You know what I'm saying? And that that type of uh, respect for yourself, you can't take that from me. Only I can take that away from myself by doing something that goes against who I really am, which is why I don't play them dumb games on the internet. Back then, I would have because you can you can you can take it from me. You can take my respect from me only by challenging it or even by having more. Or if you call me a pussy and I, I haven't done enough work put in to say that I'm not. Now I gotta prove that I'm not a pussy. I done did that already. You can't take that from me. Right. I am who I am now. So to, to, to those people that's struggling and that's dealing with that, invest more time into yourself is what I would say. Invest more time into yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because putting stuff on you, it can all be stripped away. Right. Putting stuff in you cannot. So I, I just really like that you said that. Like a lot of people use money as the front for the emptiness. Yeah. Yeah, and they talk about what they got and all this. That don't mean nothing. It'll be taken away. It don't mean nothing. And then you valuing that over yourself. Just because you got that don't mean nothing. That, that's not you. What about you? Because all of that shit, everybody else can buy for the same thing. Going into buying, I want to ask you a question. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, okay, let me, how, how do I press this? When you were at my live show, yes. spoke about getting money, and niggas got to give you money to send the other. 
I want to know if this is the new thing, right? Getting money mm-hmm. and giving one, m- women money. Why shouldn't I be able to? And I actually listen to the show. If I can afford you and to take care of you and to do all those things for you, and if that's the only qualifier, why can't I do that for multiple women then? Because it's not the only qualifier. What's the other qualifiers? Loyalty. I love, I love, but an ego as big as mine for someone to be able to tell me, I got the same dick he giving you, he giving me. There's no amount of money that can fix my ego from sharing a man because you know how deep I love if I don't care about you what is it like you know what is it I'm getting my bags I'm getting my rent paid but when you love someone there's no dollar amount on sharing that person you understand so that's when you when you change the words it changes the meaning it can't be the only qualifier so now if I do allow you to have other women I don't love you Mm. If I don't, then you know what it was with me. Unless that's y'all relationship set up. Unless- For a person like me, that I'm a psycho, I'm a nut. I'm not sharing my man. Yeah. I'm not sharing my man. And then people don't have sex with condoms. How many bitches can you afford and how many bitches you fucking raw? That's an issue. Now, condoms dry me out. You gonna fuck me with a condom, you gonna think my pussy whack. It's not that she's whack, she's not inspired under these plastic conditions and it's just not it's not going to be a prosperous thing so if you want the most out of somebody you can't cut corners you can't be like "Mm, i'm gonna give you your little shillings your your little shillings you have to invest in that person wholly and the more you give a woman the return on a happy woman is priceless you ever seen a a happy bitch no no no, you don't gotta do i'll do that didn't you say you wanted that you hungry i I can just jump up and cook a taco like I see my chick, I'm knocked it down the other day. Not I knocked it down the other day. Knocked it down the other day. And yo, she was half passed out and she like woke up and was like, You hungry? Like I could see the sleep in her eyes. She like rolled out of bed and went in the kitchen. I'm just looking at her like, yo, she really loves me. Like she, she really fuck with the kid. <laughs> and I wanna bring back happy black relationships because what I see is everybody's afraid of being used on both gender ends. So everybody's holding their hand close to their chest and it's not letting things blossom. So now as a female, and what you might've heard at the show is, I wanna be compensated for this pussy. And I do, I don't care how you take it. I don't want a nigga to fuck on me and walk out that door and I'm just full of cum. And then the first comes, no one can help me. I get a flat um, in the middle of the street. He don't know how to come. He, not even that he don't know how to fix a tie. He doesn't even, he's not even compelled enough to come help me. We don't have, I didn't give him enough personality of mine for him to care about my well-being. And then he could just walk away with the pussy and not turn back. So as collateral, you want a man to give you something. No one wants to be a piece of me. At the same time, a man doesn't want to be looked at as a trick. I'm not giving her no money for no rent so she could just take my money and fuck other niggas under that roof. Why the fuck you under this roof too? Where we gonna fuck if if they put that the sticker on my door? Where we gonna fuck? Cause you ain't living nowhere by yourself. Everybody is trying to preserve something for themselves, and in that self-preservation, no one's loving each other. No one's creating experiences. Nobody's creating memories. I'm trying to keep my. I'm trying to get paid for my pussy. Everybody should. Everybody should date for or like. You're not sexually driven. Oh no! You're not sexually driven, and that's not meaning that you're not a sexual, but you don't go looking for dick. Even though you tweet like that often, there's still something behind it. So the people who know you know that you're just not looking for just. So the whole time you had to drop on me and didn't know, like you literally, you're in my psyche. You're the only person I feel that reads me correctly because 
I didn't know that you knew that there was a method to my madness and I just be chatting. Attention to people. I'm Pisces. I pay attention to people and I've known you for a long time. I, and I'm not, I don't just let shit just fly past me without paying attention to what I see. I really don't give a damn about sex. Yeah, you're not sexually driven. You know what I mean? Now, so I'm gonna ask this on my show. I was thinking about it. I haven't figured out how to ask it. If, should there be a process when you date somebody like, are you looking for, it should just be like one of the first type of questions on the first date. Are you looking for commitment or f- friendship? Like, I'm trying to figure out what, like, should women ask that? Because a lot of women say they're cool with just having sex if that's up front, if, if you're letting them know up front versus you trying to trick them into this could be something more to take it. I don't think the question would work because people don't like the truth, even though they ask for it. That's just like saying to someone, uh, don't lie. Do I look fat? Yeah. Wow. 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 So now I look fat. What are you going to tell me I was fat? So if I ain't asked you, was going to tell me I was fat? Okay. So if I didn't ask, I'd just be walking around fat. You was going to be in your head like, okay, I got this fat bitch walking around. So wait, bitch, hold on. You want me to lie? You ask me commitment. Now, if I go on a date and I ask a nigga like, "Yo, you looking for a friendship or commitment?" Now nah, I'm just trying to fuck. Oh, so I look like a bitch to just be out here just fucking. So you look like you just fuck with me. So I look like a Why slut. Would Why would you come at me like that? Right. People do not like the truth. I've never met a person that liked the truth. Only if it serves them. Only if it serves them. People, people only like the truth. Uh, women, I, I don't know. Do men scurry from the truth? No. That, who's, whose pussy is it? Uh, well, this nigga Tyrone was hitting a little bit better last month. Nobody wants the, nobody wants the truth if it's not positive. But you got to understand, negative gives you room for improvement. Maybe, maybe my pussy is a little un, un, untalented. That comment you gave me will now resonate in my head, and now she got a little oomph. Like a to her, so like negative negative comments are positive reinforcements. If you are that secure in who you are, other than that, it will destroy you, and you won't even benefit from said comment. They said pain creates character, right? So that's almost the same thing as negativity. When you you, when when you get that type of shit, you're like, okay, I gotta dispel that. So you you work on doing it, but it can also cause insecurity, right? Like, if mm-hmm. you get these negative things all the time, you either work on it or it becomes something like a cancer in, in your personality. Nah, a nigga call me fat. I'm going on keto and I'm running a mile every day. And then, and that's that. Like, if, I'm doing both because I actually do have surgery, y'all, the last week in January. Price is going up. And yeah. I'm really, if y'all didn't like me before, you guys are going to wish death on me now. And it's just going to bounce off of me because I'm God's chosen. Um, so, yeah. I know. Are you more proud of your, your titties? At first, she was like, mm. um, I want it bigger. Titties? Pardon? Do you want JT's titties? I want bigger than that. You want bigger than JT? Mm-hmm. You want like, who has big ass, stupid ass titties? No, you know, JT's would be perfect because I'm already a big frame girl, big butt, big legs. And that would just make me look like a circus freak. So you want to have like something modest and everything and blah, 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 blah. So you know what? My doctor did this thing. We're going to do modest titties that sit up without a bra because, you know, I'm not wearing a bra now. And you still got the cleavage. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do, 
Sorry. That was for my Patreon. That wasn't for you. <laughs> Orlando, do not show me your titties, bro. You my nigga, bro. <laughs> no, you my nigga for real. But um, yeah, lipo's coming. I got 360 lipo coming the last week of January. Um, and you know what it is? And I don't know how to pardon? Like I've been trying to get my chick to get titties, right? Well, she mm. wanted them. And I wanted to be supportive. So I'm getting them, I get them, I get them. We've been talking about this for seven, eight months. She still ain't even made the appointment. And so I'm starting to think, like, am I pushing her to get it? Is she scared? Is like, she asking? She's scared because I'm living proof that crime do pay. Um, <laughs> are you ever scared? Have you ever been, like... I was terrified. That was my first time getting ministered amne- um, anesthetics. And I said amnesia. <laughs> anesthetics and um i didn't know if i would wake up i had a whole bunch of dumb things going on it's just a titty you understand um i literally woke up off the table and when i woke up um it was after pharmacy time and i was just like oh yeah so right. where's my medication and the nigga right. literally said uh take two tylenols and go get them in the morning so i literally got a breast lift and implants with no with no real meds so oh. and Two hours later, I had to run it down. Yeah, but y'all wound up getting something, right? No Tylenol. I never even got. I never even um went and got my perks. So like, it's not. I mean, everybody has a different pain threshold. Like titties again. How long did it take to feel like titties? Again, like I know it was pain. I know there was a lot of pain. How long after the surgery until they felt like titties again? Today, titties was just titties. So I got my surgery September first, and it's like December first ish. I really just started being able to like squeeze them up like two weeks ago. So it took like two and a half months for that soreness to go away. Cause they're literally cutting off skin, lifting it up, inserting a foreign object, sewing it back. They're sewing it up, sewing. Cause they take the whole nipple off. They're sewing the whole circular nipple back on and they just send you home. So it takes, it took like two and a half months for me to like. Got a big ass. I don't mean to take over your show. I want to get to the topics, but I just, I've been, I've been waiting. I can't wait. No, what else What's we got to do? Like, come on. What's more important? Ass. To explain why. Because I think titty's more important. Because you can't fuck a titty. You know you could get titty fucked, but it's something about the ass. It's about a pussy, the buttholes there. And when you walk, it moves. You can twerk it. You don't twerk titties. Titty it's so much walk. sex. It's sex with so much mating holes you can do with ass. I feel like titties are like eyeballs. And they're confusing. You ever look somebody, you ever somebody look you dead in your eye and it's kind of like unnerving because they look, in, they look, feel like they're looking into your soul. Yeah, I don't that's, like that. That's what big titties do to niggas. So it's like you get so like thrown off by these. But what can you do with titties? Like, what can you do with titties? You could fuck an ass, you could suck an ass, you could put a tongue in it, you could lift it up and get right to the pussy. The titties is just. Yo, we have that. We, we always talking about, like, there's so much psychology on the internet. Everybody talking about this, and normal lines, any toxic, any other. But, yo, let's be real. Titty's one of the first things that you love in life. <laughs> Maybe because you eat from them, and I love but food. Then, like, you you titties when you don't know words, you not need a titty. So that's Aww. in you. <laughs> that's in you. Like, your whole life. And I, I don't suck titties for women. I suck them for me. Like, I need titties. What? Yes. Titty man. Oh, I'm sorry. My dog just walked in. Like, yeah, me too. Look. <laughs> Gotti just walked right in the shot, y'all. Somebody said titty. Somebody said titty. Yes. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. <laughs> He's about to look at titty. He always does that. Look, that's what I'm talking about. Titties is so important. Titties will get you out of a fucking uh, ticket. Titties will right. get you a job. I don't know if... I wonder how many people got a job off of their ass walking out versus their titties walking in. 
Um, for me, I make sure I go walk to the bathroom anytime I'm in a room full of men, even though I don't have these because y'all gonna see this you ass. That day at the fucking um, the mill in Atlanta. I do it all the time. Oh my God! Remember the older men that looked like they was getting some money, and I walked up. They was football and, niggas and something. They was football niggas and something. And what they did when I got up and went to the bathroom? The whole table. Too. Everything stopped, and that's what I do. Who got money? Y'all gonna see this ass. One thing about me, y'all gonna see this ass. <laughs> all right, come on. I gotta take these kids for a fucking um haircut. Let's, let's get into these topics, please. All right, boom. So uh, we're gonna go. To come on, talk, hold on. Oh, not go get a drink. Yo, I'm, I'm playing dangerous, bro. I'm living dangerous right now. This ain't. Not Ray and Nephew. That shit gonna burn up your chest. Uh, Ray and Nephew and fucking apple cider, bro. I'm, I'm not drinking. I got work. Niggas got me working, man. But that's another story. Um, you was working next to your nigga in your last relationship. Yeah. Right next every day. To every day. I couldn't do it. No, we're upset. We were obsessed with each other. He's not talking to me right now because my tweets have been a little. Um, whorish, but I'm telling him I'm building the brand. He doesn't understand. He's just thinking I'm embarrassing. So I'm always in trouble. Um, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's very hard to have a dichotomy between being who you are versus who you who you put out for public consumption, and, and especially when it's your brand. I know that. If you look at my shit, I've kind of chilled out on posting so much because I'm just trying to redefine where I am right now. Real quick, how did Rihanna end up following you? How did Rihanna follow me? Yo, there's so many stars that follow me that bug me out. Yo, Who's the biggest? It has to be Rihanna. Rihanna's because she's my favorite person in the world. Um, wow. I don't know, bro. One day somebody just DM me, Rihanna's following you. And then thousands of Rihanna. Yo, I got mad pages. I got mad followers. I think 10,000 of those followers are Rihanna's stand pages. Wow. I'm serious. Rihanna dot this, Rihanna underscore this, re re bad gal this, re That's so sick. The culture is so sick. Don't you. Have you ever like wrote her or anything? Has she, she ever she, LOL I under? I want her to realize. Dodge says she thinks it's a mistake, so I don't want her to realize. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dodge thinks that Rihanna followed you by mistake. She never liked nothing. She never said nothing. So I'm like, yo. I'm because her following you is enough. That's it. I'm good. People Take Take the follow and go. Bad guy Riri follows. They like, oh, who is this nigga? Nigga said, I don't want to comment because I don't want her to realize she's following me. I don't want her to unfollow my shit, chill. That's so... Let's delete this part. Because you know these hating motherfuckers on the internet, they're going to start at her. Bad guy Riri, did you mean to follow to out TV? No, no, Rihanna, please stay. Please stay. Do for the culture. All right, so we all run into the first... Um segment it's called the real shit i have a tote where i pick my favorite tweet of the week and um this tweet's from a guy he said being a boyfriend is hard you have to pretend you're not scared of nobody what do you think that's some real shit son yo that is some real fucking shit you i don't know if you because you were you could fight right and you like fighting almost right you like, like that, that shit gets your blood boiling but as a man you sometimes you gotta look at a situation and you like Fuck. <laughs> so now that like, your girl, this is your happiest relationship. Uh, I remember you had a, a girlfriend that didn't like me. Where she went? Um, we just she she she's out living her life. She just had a baby. She, oh, I'm proud of her. You know, we just didn't. She was an amazing person. She just we just weren't on the same. Real quick, y'all. Tahoe had a birthday party, and I pulled up, and I said, "Happy birthday!" You know how you put your hand on somebody. Where did I where did I place my hand on oh. you? 
So we were talking at the bar. We're sitting next to each other at the bar. Late, my lady, she's working the crowd, whatever she's doing. I don't know where she was at. And when you said something to me, you put your hand on my leg. And when you put your hand on my leg, like laughing. You know what I'm saying? But for somebody else, it couldn't look, you don't think that can look like flirting? Yeah, it could. But when you're so close with somebody, you don't even you didn't know our dynamic because you had we don't hang out every day. Like you mm-hmm. would text me when you're on the block, like yo, I'm walking down the block, you know what I mean? Because you used to live on my block. Uh-huh. We hang out in some circles, but me and she never seen us together. So she don't know that, Diamond. You you like because she pulled up looking like, why is her hand on your leg? And I'm looking like, what are you talking about? Like, I didn't even know the hand was on my leg. And it just probably put it there for a second. It wasn't a squeeze. I think she hated me forever walking. after that. It was, yeah, y'all was, yeah, they, they was acting that, yeah, yeah. Damn, girl, that is my friend. Well, shout out to you for not, for not, um. Not your birthday party. I'm a crazy bitch myself. I was just like, yo, I guess she just not going to like me. Yeah, you just laughed it off. But we went to, a lot of my friends that didn't like her at the time, so. I just thought she was very mean and dark, but maybe she just didn't like my leg, my hand on your leg. I think she's just insecure about things. You got to understand Everything that is you is something that happened to you. Yes, yes. Damn, you be spitting bars. You know what I'm saying? So you got to look into people for who that. Some people you just can't fuck with, period. All right. Whatever happened to you, I just can't fuck with. God bless you. I hope you get healing. <laughs> I can't fuck with it. Yo, you're I very intelligent. You know what I'm saying? But looking into her, that was just things that she was dealing with and who she was. And I'm just hoping, uh, you know, because I, I believe in the light that is in her soul that she's got past that. And you just wish that her, the best for her, her family. You know what I mean? So I love her to death to this day. So Aw, shout out to you, mean girl. I didn't want your man. That's my friend. That's my big friend. So back to the topic now. And it must be very hard being a man until I seen this tweet and I laughed at it. I didn't realize the pressure we put on men to be superheroes. And we put them in. We really put these niggas in danger. So I'm going to say it one more time because we got another topic. Being a boyfriend is hard. You have to pretend you are not scared of anybody. Have you ever been in a situation where a girl was just like, yeah, I'm going to get my man. And you're like, fuck. I've done it to me. I've done it up to myself. I don't think that I put myself around women that would put me in that space. Uh-huh. But my aggressive nature is, is in there. And niggas be nigging. And it's like, sometimes I just don't like it. Mm. Don't like it. So now... That nigga inside of me, because I'm not him no more. If you look at me today, nothing I be talking about is reading on your nigga ometry scale. You like nah, that. this is a very like, mature, thought-provoking man. man. He ain't like that, but that nigga's in there. So what's the him. what's the 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 most dangerous altercation you've ever been in because of a woman? Um, I wouldn't say it's because of a woman. I remember I went to my birthday party, and God bless you, my nigga, if you listening. Any of you niggas, if y'all listening, y'all know y'all, y'all know what y'all asked for. So, we was at my, my girl birthday party. I'm leaving. I jumped into my truck with my niggas. We had a couple cars. We dipped. My girl had her own situation with her friends, so she was about to leave. And niggas, like, squeezed her ass. What? She's walking out of the party. She's walking out of the party, and niggas just squeezed her ass. Yeah, niggas, like, she wasn't even that tight. You know what I mean? She, she, she dressed provocative and shit like that, but come on, my nigga. Niggas, like, squeezed her ass, and then was aggressive with her, like, and it's any other. Wow. I'm going over to Manhattan Bridge. Bro, I, I hit the cones coming back around the, the bridge. <laughs> Boy, us two cars came back. We pulled up on them niggas. And they stayed there because they thought they was bad? They thought they had the chicks. You know, they thought. It, but it was literally right there on the other side of the Manhattan Bridge. Right. 
So when I came back around the corner, God bless the niggas, man. And I hope y'all process information the same. Um, I hope we ain't changed our lives too much, but. You know what I'm saying? A man. Somebody saved his life too. Somebody saved his life. Cause his life was, I had a garbage can on my, over my head and I was just about to crush this nigga shit. And somebody was like, Tahoe, no, don't. Tahoe, look. And you know, you got that rage? Mm-hmm. I had the green guard. You know, she's on the corner? Yep. And I was enraged. And they said, no, he going, Tahoe, don't. And I put the shit down, bro. Somebody saved his fucking life, bro. Yo. But you know, as men, you feel protect. You're supposed to feel that over your women, bro. And, and, and the thing is, is that with black men, it's because we so lost and we so like trying to find ourselves and I, I talk about that all the time is we get intent sometimes when women say something to us we use that power against y'all we're not supposed to never do that mm-hmm. never do that son you know but our, our innate desire to protect and it turns into ownership which is Ooh. That's a whole nother story but yeah man you ain't gonna don't play with my lady have you ever me. lost a fight because of a, a female I've lost a lot of fights. Because no, because that means you're going to lose a fight over something like money. Yeah, nah, over never, female. Like you went to go it. seek revenge for a female and then, and then lost. Um, <laughs> uh, the only time I can say I almost lost a fight, it wasn't a fight, it was a gun thing. And they had more guns than me. <laughs> so, like, they came on. Um, I had, he took my girl, and it got a little funny in the street because I just could not believe a nigga took my girl. I could not believe she fucked this nigga and she was with him. And I was just, I used to do wild shit because I'm just possessed. And finally, I wound up on their block and they was like six deep and they all had their guns out. And it was like a standoff in the street. And she's like, no, no, she's standing in front of me like, no, no, Tana. and I'm just pushed her away. Like, yo, let men do what men do. Oh man, you was ready to die? And I'm like, yo, my nigga, I love you. <laughs> Were you ready to die over shorty? No, I really said to these niggas, I love her. I don't care. What? <laughs> I'm in the middle of the street. And I told him, I love her. I don't care. I'm not going nowhere. I love her. I don't care. And me and my nigga Muck. Muck could tell you? It's a nigga from Brooklyn. I don't know if you know Muck. But yeah, it's a nigga from Brooklyn. Real nigga, man. He probably in Atlanta right now. He get money. Let's tell you. Like, Look us up. What the hell? Muck. Standoff, word. We had a standoff, and and I, I wound up being my girl. She was cheating on me the whole time. I couldn't believe I stood up. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So after the gun, the gun showdown, she fucked with you after that. Like she, she loved yeah, yeah, it. Was my girl again. And she, she came back, back to you. Yeah, I took her back that night. That was it. Cause she was like, you stood up against all the niggas. Like, yeah. I'm like, what? what? And she still continued going. She still yeah, continued cheating on you. Lot. She was a lot, but she, you know what? She was sexual in her nature, and I didn't understand her nature. And 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 I, you can't bottle up people, you know what I mean? And to mm-hmm. what you can hold, like where you want them to be, accept people for who they are or don't. Mm. You cannot change this motherfucker. So she was a super freak. She was a freak, man, and she was finding her sexuality. But she was a great girlfriend. But she just liked doing her. <sighs> she couldn't just and be I a freak for you. It. I liked owning it. Mm. Right, but you can't own that. You gotta experience that. Or you gotta I understand. know everybody loves the Nipsey uh, quote. You don't own people; you experience them. And Nipsey, God bless the dead, and I love you. But I, I own my niggas. I don't know what I don't know what y'all doing over there. You ever been I in a situation own- where you just experienced a motherfucker and in their time, but you knew you couldn't keep them? 
No. Yeah, that, that that would be um someone that I didn't love. I cannot do half seas with anybody I love. I love I will out love your mother. Like thank you for carrying my man for nine months, but this is my man and I die for my man. So what you trying to do, Shorty? Yeah. I've had chicks want to fight my moms. Why? What your mother was doing? My mom's is aggressive. <gasps> my mom my mom's I was about to say some crazy shit, but yeah, she's aggressive. She's aggressive. My mom. You ever sided with one of your girls that wanted to fight your mom? No, never. Um, Do you still have sex with girls that tell you they want to fight your mom? I, my mom and my baby mother fought. They what? This is fire. <laughs> this is fire. Why them two ladies fought? Yeah, my mom and my baby mother fought one time, but it was a quick fight. It was a quick. Who scuffle. was wrong? My baby mother. She and was, how did? It was crazy, bro. She was How did crazy. you handle it? Mind my fucking business. <gasps> you mind your business when somebody fought your mom? I minded my fucking business. These two grown women, they can do what they got to do. No. <laughs> Tahoe, what your mother said? Did she curse you out? No, nah, she won. <laughs> oh, your mother spanked your baby moms? Yeah. And, and my mom fucked me up, too. My mom's, my mom's broke my finger maybe five years ago. Grabbed me up, broke my shit, broke my finger, my finger in the cast, and all that. Like five, six years ago. This is very sexy. Eight, eight nine years ago, yeah. She got a man? Nah, she she beat them niggas up. What's her son? Scorpio. Oh my god! Oh, I... Action. She not. She not. Don't play with. Don't play with Miss Johnson. That's some real shit. Do not play with Miss Johnson. Real shit. My mother got a, 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 a twin brother, and she used to fight his battles. Like, when they used to battle, they, they grew up in Marcy Projects, and they used to battle them. My mother used to come out and square up with me. Swear she mean. Now, you know Nigel never finished a fight in his life. I, I finished all of Nigel's fights. Nigel ain't finished yeah. now. One fight in his life. Exactly. That's my mother. So, Ooh, I like her. I respect Miss Johnson, for real. Damn. Um, shout out to her. That shit just excited the fuck out of me. Um, cool. So let's move into... This was so much fun. Let's move into <laughs> Bitch Listen. Bitch, listen is when people send us questions or they give us like little thoughts on relationships and we answer them and they never take our advice. So we just run off our own fumes. Um, this one is funny. Her question was really short and to the point. She said, why niggas always want to fall out with you before, they, before, before your birthday because they don't have any money? Have you, and I need you to be very, 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 very honest because this is something that I also experienced. Why do niggas... Um, create fake problems before holidays and birthdays have you ever did that if i know yo to be honest with you now i could play the game or i could be intelligent i'm gonna try to be intelligent and play the game at the same time see how i weather this i know how far i really want this relationship to go in my spirit my head might be lying to my dick my dick might be lying in my heart all of that but my spirit knows this ain't the one for all that right if my money ain't all that, my spirit starts talking to my wallet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Which starts talking to my brain. And I'm like, do I really want to spend 600 on this pussy knowing I'm not even? So if, I, if there's any rigidity there, like if there's some shit that ain't right there, I might play on that a month before Christmas. Wow. <laughs> a month and a half before your birthday. Because I already know what I'm going to have to do to be the type of nigga I'm supposed to be in your life if we're going further. So it's two reasons a man might do it. They might really not have it or they might think you're not worth it. 
Yeah. Or to them, like to them, it's it's, it's not even about worth it or not because you're going to get a real nigga going to get what he got to get when he got to get it. It don't matter whether he got a dollar, ten dollars, or a hundred dollars. He go if he need it, he going to get it, right? And if you consider somebody else one with you, it means you need it for that person as well. So right. if that's not where I am with you, and I'm not trying to just straight up tell you that. I'm going to try to make you break up with me. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Before we have to cross. And why that do guys? Point. Why do guys not break up with girls? Why do they just fuck up until you break up with them? Why? I can't be like, you know what? Shit ain't working. I'm I'm really good on you. I'm really good on you. I don't know. I've only done that once, and I did it with the with, with the girl you you said is mean girl. That's the only person I think I've ever broken up with. Anybody else, I'll just kind of fade into the black and then they'll... But why? Like, if I don't like people no more and I... because That's something I think that with guys will tell us that men are pussy. Okay. I don't know. I can't, I can't answer that question. Why we do that? We do it. I do it. I try to... Y'all all do it. it. Yeah, I don't know why I do that. Bitches be bragging like a nigga never left me. I leave niggas. I'll be like, bitch, niggas don't leave nobody. Like, they don't know how to. I want to. I want to do. A, I want to do. A, um, I, I want to do a, a, a control project on that. I need to get behind that. So, um, damn niggas, niggas are bad people. Um, this question is this a female? Yes, this is a female. She says, "What are your views on monogamy, and is it healthy in relationship goals? Does being monogamous make you a liar, like lying to yourself by denying basic urges?" Or by telling your partner that you're not interested in other people. Shit. Shit. Um, Do you think monogamy is unnatural? Um, I think that everybody have different drives at different points in their lives for themselves. Um, you can be monogamous at one point with one person and the next person you want to be polygamous with or polyamorous with and go back to feeling monogamy. Um, me and this woman, she was here while I was dealing with mad people. And then when we got in a relationship, she was like, no, I just want you to myself. And now mm. we're exploring, we're having sex with other people. Um, and right now, I don't want to fuck with nobody else. I just want to fuck with her. Right. I like other pussy as well, but right now my attention is on her and I'm enjoying that and building a friendship. So, so what I'm saying is, I don't think there's a universal definition for this question because life is a journey. Mm. It's, it's a continuous journey. Where you are today, you don't know where you're gonna be tomorrow. And, and to, for you to say something today limits who you could be tomorrow. Right. And, and, and with this question, I think you do what you was best for you and the partner and where y'all energy and y'all understanding is at the moment, in the moment, because that can change tomorrow with the same person. I don't know if I talk too many circles just now. No, I'm just really trying to dissect. Does this question come of hurt that she feels that monogamy is not natural? If no, someone tells you, I don't think that's hurt. Do you believe I think that's, that's where she is right now? Okay. And then she can have a poly polyamorous relationship with somebody, and and a year be like, I want monogamy. Yeah, because she says lying to yourself by denying basic urges. What? And this is when I think... Hey, do y'all be really wanting to fuck other men when y'all go out? Y'all be like, I want to fuck him right now? No, because loyalty doesn't allow you to say that. But this is the problem with men. Men think that we don't find other men attractive. No. They think only... No, listen to me. 
Men be like, oh, if a nigga cheat, oh, and bitches is attractive. So why would you, some niggas ain't? So why would you use that as a defense to why you're so easily urged by other women? We see a man this is a deep conversation. quickly quickly process because it's innate. It happens like this. It's a millisecond. You scan a room. He's attractive, but it doesn't create an urge on the back end. So why when men cheat, their defense is, but bitches, you know bitches look good and nigga, I'm not, I'm not gay. I'm not gay. So I'm gay? I'm a you, I, I don't only see you. We all see beauty. But what we do with the visuals is what separates men from women. We could compute it and what? it doesn't create a stimulation. What? So who populated this planet is going to be where I start. Do you think women populated the planet? When you say populated, that created the sexual experience that led to yeah, children? Who got that? Who went and got that? I know Eve was the first person to go get that. See, I don't, I don't believe in religion. I'm not gonna do that. But I think men are, men are horny. Men instinct is upon that attraction to go get it. So now we're taking it back to the animal kingdom. You telling us for like, for like men? I ain't talking about male because male. Uh, I, you know, no, no, no. When I say animal planet, I'm talking about now we're dealing with innate urges that keep urges. population innate that keeps urges. that keeps our species uh, continuing. That's yeah. Yeah. So you're making it scientific. You're saying that the purpose of, of a no, man... Because then you, you got the intelligence to say, fuck that urge, I'm going home to my wife. Mm. <laughs> you, that's what we have, right? Mouse said something about cognitive something. I can't remember what he said. I listen to him often because he's very smart to be such an idiot, right? Yes, yes, you said it perfectly. Right? So he said something, but human beings have the ability to resist those natural instincts that all male female whatever have in species right we do but we ain't all that smart i'm sorry we ain't all that aware i'm sorry women are better than men you know that you don't accept that y'all don't when you say better that. what do you mean better better friends better people? better human beings than men thank you i just wanted you to say i knew exactly what you period Better human, y'all take care of yourselves. Y'all take care of y'all offspring. Y'all take care of who y'all with. Y'all take care of y'all family. Y'all are emotional. That means y'all are in tune with the universe. Men are not. We are wooden sticks mm. when it comes to women. Y'all do not apply that when y'all deal with us. On a whole, men are idiots. We are not intelligent. I'm sorry. When you could throw away your whole family for a one night urge, you can tell who's the more intelligent gender. Be sorry all the way home, all the way home thinking, what did I do? What, did, what am I gonna do? What did, what, she's gonna because take I, money. I don't know if they're not smart, but they're controlled by sex. We give in, we don't use our, whatever Mouse said, cognitive abilities to resist the instinct that is given to us, which is a very strong instinct. Mm. Right, nature has given you a very strong instinct to procreate. Wow, to go chase that shit down, very strong. But the brain, which you only use ten percent of, is supposed to be millions of times stronger. The only thing is, when our dicks get hard, we don't use it. Wow, it's not in function. It may have been another one of God's mistakes because I still don't understand why the prostate gland is in the anus. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Why did you do that to another us? Another one, man? another one of his sick jokes. <laughs> sick jokes. But if I think it hard, our ten percent of our brain that we use becomes like point zero zero seven. 
which is James Bond. Nah, you stupid. <laughs> we go James Bond some new pussy. Damn. Because that's where, you know, so I don't know, man. That's the, the monogamy. You know, this whole conversation can go over round and round and round in circles. And the, and the problem is, is that everybody where they are today, whether they're Sagittarius or Pisces or Cancer, that all changes shit. Whether they're this or that, that all changes shit. Whether they're the middle child, younger child, older child, that all changes shit. Whether they have money or not, that all changes shit. Whether they got a big dick or a little dick, that all changes shit. Whether they're six feet versus five four, that all changes shit. If you listen to Ho versus Nas, that changes. Mm. This is the last question. This is from a man, and this question took a turn at the end um, that I didn't expect. So he says, How long should y'all wait to post Bay on social media after making it official? Then I said, Thanks. I'll, I'll read it. Then he said, Because I need answers, because I'm ready to cancel this bitch if she's because if she keeps on acting single. So when the question was posed, I thought he meant, How long should he wait to post her? But this question is unique because for the first time, I'm hearing a man not liking that he hasn't been posted yet. What do you think about a man waiting to be posted? She don't, she don't trust you, nigga. She don't want to be embarrassed about you. She, she fuck with you, but she don't fuck with you like that. Because she don't know who you are to her, really. So there's a whole lot behind that, my nigga. And, and a lot of that might come with the effort that you're putting in. And... Where she defines, yo, we be scared of women that own themselves like that. Men mm. be scared of that. And a lot of times he don't even have the real good intention. He just want that. He want people to know, yeah, that's me. But he's still doing a million. That's a bar. Some men don't even want you to post because of the, his intentions. He is an ego thing. He just want people to know he's fucking you. That's you. Yeah, that's me. You know what? I mean? what? That's you. No, I'm not saying that's me. Oh. I'm just saying, yeah, like that niggas be. Niggas be wanting the old shit. Niggas be wanting niggas to know. A lot of times you just, yo, it's crazy. And I hope niggas don't, don't fry me for this. A lot of times you just beat just so you can say you beat. Oh, we know that. Like the know that. Because I think I think men are bigger groupies than women. I've seen it. I done been in a nigga crib. I got them to use the bathroom. I think, let me tell you something. Two reasons. I worked at Perfections. And when uh, Rick Ross or Fab used to come, they used to uh, knock the um, strippers over to go blow them and give them pounds. Niggas is bigger groupies. Because at least we want to fuck a nigga and get money. There's an incentive. We don't care about who you are as a star. We equate, oh, there goes Fab. Fab is rich. If I suck his dick good enough, I too can be living like this. Boom. It's a quick claim to fame money thing. With niggas, why are you trying to take a picture with a nigga? What is the purpose of a nigga groupie and a nigga? I'm trying to fuck so I can get some money. You're doing what here with this groupiness? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to argue that because I, I don't have enough information. But I believe women are bigger groupies. Men are worse. Okay. Women are bigger groupies. Men are worse. Men are worse. The things that they do to, for fame and, and to be recognized and to be... Because that adds to it. When I say when you... When you put that on you, when, when, when you value yourself based on what you're on or who you're around or what you do, you do whatever to get that, mm -hmm. right? So that picture with Fab, nigga, that nigga, that shit could have been in 1999. That nigga still posting that shit. <laughs> Yo, I hate when niggas, like, niggas go to jail and I seen this shit with Cass this week. Well, he's not in jail, but you know he turned himself in. Um, keep your head up, bro. We love you, Cass. Um, niggas, from every walk of life started posting pictures of Cass, like, 
Yeah, yeah Cass, keep your head up and post a picture. Like, if you two times you roll with him, that's your brother. I know why you did it. It's niggas that he really probably don't know your name in the club. And yeah, why are men, men are embarrassing? Yeah, we are embarrassing. Men are embarrassing. embarrassing. I opened up my door the other day. One of my friends was laying in between my two front doors, one, two feet outside the door, like the Wicked Witch of the West. What? And the left of his body inside. And I, a woman has never done no shit like this. I'm looking at the nigga like, first of all, how you get in my house? Right. What would make you lay on my floor? Like, this is the shit niggas do? Women got to deal with shit like this? Uh, I, yeah. remember, I remember I peed on myself in my woman's bed, in my, in my baby mother's bed once. How? You was drunk? I was super drunk. Peed on myself. <laughs> She had to get up. She she took my pants off. She wiped me down and all that. And I just think like, I would never. Can you imagine a woman peeing on you? Cause she was laying next to me. So when I peed, it got on her too. Wow, hot piss in the middle of your slumber. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yo, I re- <laughs> oh man, I got so many different stories. But yeah, um, men are embarrassing. I'm embarrassing. I am embarrassing. I have been embarrassing. I'm doing my best. Growing up, not to be. But, yeah, no. So to answer your question, sir, we don't post um, men because then you'll get a LOL in the comments or that's funny or y'all cute and it really means that this nigga was sucking her pussy the week before or maybe an hour before. So nobody likes to have people laughing at them. The whole world laughing at you is not a good feeling. So I actually know you personally and you're not the most monogamous person. So, yeah, that's why she's not posting you, bro. But thank you for that. Uh, LOL is most times not a LOL. They're not laughing. Most times, a LOL can either be a curve Mm. or a shade. Anytime I get an LOL in my mention, like, if if I'm trying to holler at a chick, say if I'm texting her and she give me an LOL, I know the conversation's over. She don't even want to talk no more. LOL is like... Yeah, I don't know how to tell niggas I'm not interested, and I just LOL. LOL. All right, leave me alone. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But a LOL by a chick in a nigga's comments, ooh, whew, it's some heat behind that. It's some heat behind I might delete a LOL. Just delete the whole post so she can't write again. Because you're going to lose your bitch. Yeah, you lose your bitch behind the LOL. Guys, stop, stop embarrassing bitches. Stop. Please, please, please. Real quickly, because we're getting towards the end of the show. This is the part I call Rose Eyes, where we give flowers to the opposite sex because I don't slander and bash the whole episode, even though I would like to. Um, in your memory, real quick, what is the nicest thing a female has ever done for you? Let me go. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean, let you go? It's just women are women. Yo, y'all, y'all are so deeply emotional and y'all feel so much. And uh, I remember a time when I was very, uh, I, was, I, was, I was doing so much and I, I real, the woman realized that she just needed to let me go. Mm. And that hurt her because she was in love with me, but she, she let me go. She was like, yo, this, I'm trapping you here. I know you want to be here. But you don't want to be. I'm holding you back from your true happiness. And we were still friends for a while and shit like that. And so she got to a new relationship where she felt like she had to dedicate her, her energy to her new relationship. And we wasn't friends no more. 
but she she allowed me to go, and um, I know that shit hurt her a lot. So, a woman will sacrifice herself. They always say like a woman will will raise a car to save a baby or jump in front of a mm. bus, to, right? Like women aren't the y'all are just amazing creatures, and, and not in a derogatory way, but just the way y'all were put together. I feel like women are man 2.0. God looked at man. He made his first thing. He was like. This misses a little bump. Yeah, had that bounce. Keep scratching between his balls and his fucking ass. I'm gonna go crazy. So God right. was like, yo, all right, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna give this nigga some type of sense, some type of emotion, some some type of connection to the energy of the universe, some type of nurturing balance where he actually cares about taking care of what's around him. Um, oh, okay, wait, but so he 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 made y'all looking at us and looking at all the shit that he did wrong and was like, all right, I'm gonna do it right this time. Mm. The only problem is he made y'all need us. Need? He made y'all need us. Well, so, for reproduction? So many different ways. Even just the, 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 the uh, ability to, to procreate or the fact that y'all desire dick. If women just desired pussy, niggas would be out of here. Yeah, dead. but then we still need to have we need to keep the population because I don't need I wanted mama you said I'm not I'm not driven sexually. We still need I think about it all the time. I'm still gonna have to tap into my heterosexuality because I have to contribute to the land. Is it yeah? I look at men and I find them attractive. And then I know they're the ones that spend money and I like when people spend money on me. That's the only reason. If I found like nah, I still I like it. I ain't gonna lie, I hate how small y'all have gotten. Because with all of these conversations and men could complain and all that we want about this new narrative with money and this, that, and the other, but we can't beat it. Oh, and yeah, because I'm just not going to give you pussy and I'm going to spread the word. Like, so you fucking niggas for free so he can fuck when you go home and then you got nothing out of it. And by the time that you need help with something, you, you opened up your, your fucking leg and you came and the nigga came to help you. Y'all are too smart. He made y'all too smart for us and it's fucked up because you know what happens when y'all get too smart? Niggas, I gotta start, niggas, niggas what? Hit you. That's why there's so much domestic violence. Because women are so wow. spicy, intelligent. Y'all dig in, y'all hit niggas where it hurts. And we can't intelligently argue with you. So we gotta control you a different way. Mm. I said this on my show once. I said, women's God complex is giving life. Ooh, that's, that's a God complex, nigga. She can give life. She can, she can nurture life. That's right but a man because he can't do that his god complex is taking life oh shit war fighting shooting like th that's the only way that i can make you respect me as a right because i can't do anything there's not we don't have that power at all so wow. our only god complex is taking life hate probably comes more from men than it comes from women women love more just naturally that's just who y'all are innately and I wish God would have given us the, at least the ability to match y'all. Wow. On certain levels. Just as a whole. You know, because sometimes you have anomalies, right, where you can, or, or men will date down so that they can actually balance. Oh, so you think men, men date down so they can feel adequate? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I was in a room the other day where a dude was 26 and his girlfriend was 16 when he met I'm, her. I'm sorry? Yeah, he was 26 when, when he met her and she was 16. 
and she was talking about how she chased him. And well, they're 20, 30 now, or some shit like that now, right? Still gross. This is crazy. They were both in the room, and she was like, how she chased him, she chased him, she chased him. No. That nigga knew he wasn't good where he was at with the people around him, so you were feeding his ego. Right. He knew that he could control you. He knew that he felt more powerful with you. He felt more manly with you. And the people around his age, he couldn't, he couldn't do that with. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I think, men, I think men's egos are hugely responsible for a lot of the way we act and the things that we do. Um, I don't know. Am I doing too much smart shit on the show? No, I I listen when I when I sat down and I created this show, I wanted to give a, an intellectual hood experience because people act like you can't be both at the same time. They just make a hood and and, and ignorance synonymous. Shout out to Miss Dodger Bell. Miss Dodger Bell is the the catalyst. I would for most of my um uh these revelations that I've had about life. Wow. So being around this intelligent black woman that's willing to talk and kind of willing to sacrifice her sanity at times to talk to me. Shout out to Miss Dodge Bell. And shout out oh, to Dodge. Bell. And, and trauma. Yeah, and Sean too, because shit, that nigga is not like me, but he got to deal with the nigga because he's like a brother. And I always try to identify as a nigga, even though I realize I'm probably more of a brother now. But yeah, he, they be dealing Life with is about things. elevation and growth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And shout out to Orlando too for opening my mind to sexuality. And shout shit. out to the producer. You know, Orlando produces the show. So as soon as we finish, uh, I'm sending right him. He's gonna edit it, make it real pretty for me. So and shout those, out to one of his um, OnlyFans ladies. Dear Orlando Roy, R O Y E. He jerks off in the most creative ways. Wow. For ladies, mm-hmm. um, I think. Oh, matter of fact, I think it's OnlyFans.com backslash Hard or Soft Pod. I think that his shit is on there. So yeah, check out Orlando and his curved dick. And anytime they see what a supportive dick, king you are. You're such a great person. They go wow when they see his dick. I'm like wow. <laughs> you know he sends a lot of his uh, videos for me to proofread. So <laughs> no, he wants everybody to see his dick. It's like I don't. I'm glad I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? I only seen when chicks were sucking this shit because we went to a sex party and two chicks were sucking this shit at the same time. But I don't want to talk about the sex party. Y'all are crazy people. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for giving me the outlook to create this show for people to even come on. Oh, I see, I see you being a thousand times bigger than me, man. A thousand times, like a thousand. I can't wait to watch your TV show. I can't wait. Me? A show? I can't wait to watch a TV show. I can't wait till you have these, this, you know what I mean? And to the people that don't understand you, I just think that it's because of your personal shit that you don't want to understand the energy that's different than, than you. And just look deeper. Like she is a beautiful woman, man. This woman is a beautiful woman. I'm just kind of tight that I'm like the fifteenth guest. I, sh- I felt like I could have been first. No, 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 no. Um, Tahoe was supposed to be on the show very, very, very long time ago, but we had like a schedule conflict. Yeah. And Two times, twice, twice. I think. Yeah, that's the only reason because he literally. Yeah, I love you, man. For real. Literally you. was the one who told me like the people, the world needs to experience me, and I was just like, damn. That's fucking deep. <laughs> Let me stop being lazy. But before you go, yeah, there's um, the last part of the show. You didn't think. You didn't remember the um, dedication. So you got this new beautiful relationship. You love her down. So I already know who it's going to be about. I need uh, you to do a real quick excerpt of a song and dedicate it to the person that's on your mind this week. It got to be Ashanti or Keisha Cole, bro. Right the week before the verses. They blind me, bro. Who blocked you? 
Both of them, Ashanti and Keisha You're blocked by Ashanti and Keisha Cole? Both of them, bro. You what not? The, no, what did you do? You got a new account. Okay, yeah, I have a new account. You got you. You get accounts every three months. Yeah, and, and still wind up with eleven thousand followers. <laughs> That's the one thing about you. You get deleted, and all your followers come back to you. That's what some, one thing I'm scared about. No, 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 no. This is my eighth account. This is my eighth account, and I have eleven point five thousand followers because um, the more y'all try to destroy me, I build back harder. So just leave me alone. Thanks. I wanted to sing. Please don't go. How's that song? Please don't go away from me. I'll be there for you when you call my name. I'll be there to. Who is that? I don't know. I don't remember. It's just I don't know the song. I thought you said you was doing Ashanti or um, Keisha. No, I want them to unblock me. Please don't go. Damn. Why would you do this to me, man? Well, you got Rihanna. You, you kind of win. You're blocked by Ashanti and Keisha Cole, but Rihanna's following you. So, uh, you win? Yeah, I kind of do win with that, right? Maybe you, should sing, that. maybe you should sing a Rihanna song. Sing Umbrella. Uh, no, I'm not singing no goddamn Umbrella. I sang my Please Don't Go. That's it. Two, three bars so you get. Oh, you boring. The hardest soft pod. <laughs> I'm going to sing about the same person I sing about every day. What do you mean you that know? That nigga saying throat baby with his child, and I cannot believe that he's in, in jail. Yes, yes. <laughs> Mouse Jones, you are an unfit parent. I can't believe it. And it was their bonding activity, yeah. and it was so exciting. Like, sexy little bitch, sexy little hoe. No! Hey, yes. No. They did that. Flag on the play. We need friends to tell us when we don't, can't do everything that pops into our mind. <laughs> You can't, my nigga. <laughs> throat baby with a four-year-old. <laughs> I'm like, sorry. Yo, they was dancing. And yeah. she was like, they was like, throw baby. I was like, oh, what the fuck is happening on my show? It, yo, no, stop it. No. They were so happy I didn't want to interrupt. Fuck you, Mouse Jones. But <laughs> I'm going to do Seven Streeter next. And it goes like this. <clears throat> this is a long bar. Together. Forever. I would never. Never let you go. See, now soon as we see that. No. Anyway, how can my ex boyfriend be my next boyfriend? Yes. My ex boyfriend be my next boyfriend. How can my ex-boyfriend be my next boyfriend? Ah. Bullet, bullet, bullet. I need to know. Ah, oh. Every time we break up, we turn around, we make up. Mama wonder when I'm gonna wake up. Buddy love my face with no makeup. Yeah. That's all you're gonna get. But I'm trying to make my ex-boyfriend my next boyfriend, but he hate my tweets. Um real specific. John Wall just got traded to the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Houston's not that far from Atlanta. I said, and I quote, at John Wall, I heard you got traded to a city closer to my throat. Hard eyes. To me, very poetic. I heard you got traded to a city closer to my throat. I'm single. I've been single for over a year. What happened? Son, that might be the sexiest thing I've ever. Ah! <laughs> Let's get it. Let's fucking get it. 
my nipples start to sweat. And I know that's when I'm a little anxious. When you hear some shit like that and your shit just get hard. What's that not, po- and that's what you were saying earlier. It's not that I'm funny. It's the intellect that cre- to curates a sentence the way I do. I heard you got traded to a city closer to my throat. Hard eyes. I don't think I've ever been flirted, flirted with that aggressively. Oh. Yeah. So, John Wall, um, I lost the love of my life, lusting over you. The least you can do is drop said dick off and said throat. Um, and I'm just going to get in trouble again. So, unless you pick me up. Bro, and your, man, your ex, I love that nigga. He know I love that nigga. Everybody loves him. I'm just chilling, bro. I'm Everybody chilling. loves my baby father. Good money. Good money. Good money. I love you so bad, but listen, I'm a comedian, okay, if you will. One day we're going to get into this about you. What? And this relationship. With the baby? The baby father. Yeah, well, we'll get into it. Because I don't know, have you talked, have you actually said what has happened? Because nobody understands why, if you love him so much, this isn't working. Why is it working? Because I'm building something. He's a cancer because he's a cancer. He's a water sign. He runs off of emotion and he cannot separate the entertainer diamond and his wife diamond. And you aren't willing to curtail some of your shenanigans. We're not together. Why do I have to curb my... Uh, my, so my why, so then why'd you break up then? Oh, we broke up because of, of life differences. No, like, no, no, no. Don't give me that bullshit. See, that's no, li- literally, we did. We have to get into... What actually happened? Because these life differences. Shit. Okay, see, he's a very private person, and out of respect for his privacy, I don't say the actual literal occurrence. That's why we don't understand. Okay, so one day, one day, very soon, I will ask him to sit down, and I would let you be the moderator because you are very, very intelligent. Um, if he's comfortable, and, and I love him, tell him I love him. I, if he's listening, let him know I love him. I, love I hope him. he's not because I just invited. Yeah, you did. Closer to my throat was kind of a lot for us to be having this conversation right now. <laughs> I'm an entertainer. I'm so sorry. You have to say things for shock value, for ratings. I love you, and I only love you. This girl telling some nigga, you just moved to a city close to my throat, but you and I should sit down and have a relationship talk. Because that's a joke, and I really, I really see Gotti's father as my husband and the father of my real children that I don't have yet. This is a joke. To my throat? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I only love one man on earth, and he know who he is. That's my baby daddy. Okay. Thank you for having me as a friend. I love you so much. Um, tell everybody where they can hear your beautiful mind. Um, I am a third of the So Shameless podcast group uh, with Miss Dodge Bell and uh, DJ Trauma NYC. And I also have a podcast for men where we talk about things that men don't, black men especially, don't normally talk about just uh, as far as their sexual desires and things that they want, kinks, um, which I am partnered by the amazing Dear Orlando Roy. Mm-hmm. It annoys the fuck out of me sometimes, but only because he's just such a great person and so open to sharing. Amazing um, person. I love you, Orlando. Too hard or soft podcast. If you want to hear sex about sex and not a, necessarily about our conquest, because when, when men talk, they were talking about, yeah, I fuck this bitch, I fuck that bitch. Mm-hmm. And most time on Hard and Soft, we talk about how chicks fuck us. Nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nice. I like that, yo. Yeah. Tell, them the, tell them your um, your Twitter handle and your Instagram handle. Tahoe underscore TV, man. But, you know, just 
I just wish the best for everybody out here, man. You know, I'm out here talking a lot of shit, funny and intelligent, and sometimes uh, mixed with ignorance. I had so much fucking fun this episode. Guys, if you want to see the visuals to this amazing episode, um, subscribe to my Patreon. That's going to be patreon.com backslash girl, the letter F, Y-O-U. Patreon.com, girl, F-U. And Tahoe, I love you so much. Thank you for taking the time out your day. Hey, girl, fuck you. Let it, fuck that. That's the end of the show, y'all. He already said it. Thank y'all so much for listening. Until next time, peace.